Hi, I'm Heather Mulder. And I'm Janice Greeno, and you're listening to Dementia Untangled, where we explore the topic of dementia through conversations with physicians, experts, and community leaders. Our discussions focus on innovative ideas, practical strategies, and proven methods to guide caregivers along a supportive path. Hello, and welcome to Dementia Untangled. Thank you for joining us for this episode of our podcast. Today, our conversation will be with Barbara Mason, who is the Vice President of Home and Community-Based Services with Sun Health. And we're going to be discussing a grassroots initiative to raise awareness and decrease stigma of dementia in your community called Dementia Friends. She's also a Dementia Friends Master Champion, and she shares Dementia Friends information sessions, trains Dementia Friends champions who then share these sessions in their communities and serves on the Dementia Friendly Surprise Action Team. Janice, I'm really excited about this conversation today. I know you are intimately involved with the Dementia Friends movement as the Arizona state lead. And the work that you and Barbara and others who are invested in this program do is so impactful in the local communities. I think there's just such a need to raise awareness in the general population. It's amazing how often you encounter a person who's living with dementia. I mean, I just think back over the past month even I I recall I was at a store and walking by a dressing room and there was a husband who was being held outside of the women's dressing room and a woman who obviously had dementia in the dressing room who was attempting to try things on and having a lot of trouble. And the, the the store person didn't know what to do about it. She kept them separated and he's just kind of calling into her and what she really needed at that time was a friend and Luckily, I had a little bit, I have background with dementia, so I understood what was happening and I was able to go in and help her. But these sorts of incidents happen all the time, whether you're standing at the checkout line in the grocery store and see someone struggling to count change, to pay their bill, or another time at a, a fair that I was at, there was a woman who went into the restroom and left her husband with dementia outside and She comes out and all of a sudden said, oh no, where did he go? Did anybody see him? And just that need to have a basic understanding of how to recognize someone with this disease and how to appropriately and sensitively interact with them. So I just, I really believe in the Dementia Friends movement and I'm excited to be able to share more about it today. Heather, those were such outstanding examples. Truly, this is impacting us around the globe. And Dementia Friends is a global movement. And it was developed by the Alzheimer's Society in the UK. And it is now underway in the United States. And the goal is to help everyone in a community to be more like you and to understand the five key messages about dementia, how it affects people, and how we each can make a difference in the lives of people living with the disease. Small things make a big difference and people with dementia need to be understood and supported. So true. I'm excited to get our conversation going. So welcome, Barbara. Thank you so much for joining us today. 
Well, good morning and thank you so much for having me. It's it's both an honor and a privilege to be here to discuss a topic that um, that we can't talk about enough. Before we learn more about the Dementia Friends movement, we want to learn a little bit more about you. Can you tell us about your journey and what led you to connect to the dementia community? Well, I've been in healthcare um, for, uh, I am proud to say, over 30 years and um, in many different fashions, um, both as a clinician and, and as an administrator. And obviously through my journey, I have had the opportunity to work with um, folks who were both caregivers and those who were diagnosed with dementia. And then frankly, it hit me rather solidly right between the eyes when it happened in my own family. And um, it really was um, a call to my heart, if you will, to be responsive to the community and to provide as much information as I could. And with the, with the voice that I have both as a clinician and frankly, um, just as a person who cares very much about those who are suffering through this dementia journey. Thank you for sharing that story and, and how it has touched your heart and how you've now taken action to help other people who are living this now. Can you tell us a little bit more about the Dementia Friends movement and building an understanding in the community about dementia? I understand there's five key messages that you really want kind of the general public to understand. Absolutely. And, um, and first, I'd like to say that if I had had dementia friends walking beside me as I traversed this journey with my mother-in-law, I would have been much better off. And, and that really is the reason that I so solidly support the Dementia Friends Movement, because you don't have to be an expert. You just have to be a friend. You just have to care and take some time to really understand dementia and its process and how you can make a difference. And so what we need to know first is that dementia, although there are so many suffering, it's not normal. It is not a normal part of aging. Um, and it is in fact caused by a disease of the brain. And I always like to say it's a disease unlike any other, but it, it is like others in that it is, a, it is a chronic disease, it is a lifelong disease, and it is in, un, unfortunately a life-shortening disease. It is a disease of the brain. And it's not just about having memory problems. Oftentimes, many of the extraneous symptoms, if you will, um, rear themselves that look like someone who, who falls a lot, someone who stumbles, someone who not only has trouble reading and, and then speaking, but also has trouble with, with many other, if you will, basic functions that we take for granted. It's not just about memory problems. It also is very possible and, and wonderfully so to have a great quality of life with dementia. And that means as, as the person with dementia, that quality of life can still be good. And as a caregiver, your quality of life equally can be good through this journey. And most importantly, I think to remember that there is more to the person than the dementia. That person who you know and love, care about, the person that you are is underneath there. And it's really about us 
making sure that we find the right way to connect with the people that we love. Barbara, thank you so much for sharing that understanding about dementia and helping us to build a better and stronger understanding of dementia in our communities. And I really appreciate that you shared how this is so important to you personally because of the journey that you traversed. Mm-hmm. And it, it is just, you're just one person, but the numbers are staggering about how this is impacting people around the world in our nation. Over 6 million people living with dementia right now, as per the Alzheimer's Association. And those numbers are only growing. I was just one person affected by dementia in my family. But as, as I learned through caring for my mother-in-law, I learned that the family history um, on my husband's side is so significant. Both of his parents and all four of his grandparents were diagnosed. Mm. That, that made me feel, well, uh, to be honest, Janice, it made me feel afraid afraid for my own husband and afraid for my future. And I knew that with the numbers increasing and with the prevalence of of it, frankly, in my own family, that I needed to be involved in finding ways to to communicate and to, to give hope if I could. Barbara, when we talk about dementia, inevitably the conversation goes to the heavy stigma that accompanies these diseases. Could you explain to our listeners a little bit more about really what is the stigma around dementia and and why is there a need to reduce stigma? Um, Sure. I think that if we think back to our history, not only in this country, but around the world, we we are familiar with folks who were locked away in asylums and were diagnosed with insanity. And, um, and that's not the case at all. But I think some of that stigma still remains in that I think folks tend to, to not want to, um, if you will, to, to parade someone with Alzheimer's or dementia out into the public for fear that they might do or say something inappropriate or embarrassing. And, and so, the stigma that still exists, um, frankly, keeps people from receiving the treatment that they need, the socialization that, that they must have, and the acceptance that we all absolutely require as people. And so with, with the stigma, I think that it's very important for us to, to really take, take away the fear and, and approach dementia and Alzheimer's like we would any other disease. Um, We wouldn't tell someone who had diabetes that they could no longer go out in public and eat in restaurants. Um, We wouldn't, we would never do that. And so the more we educate and inform about the disease process, and the more we really um, engage and and partner with our community, the, the quicker and the more effectively we can lower the stigma so that instead of stigma, there's nothing but acceptance. I love that perspective. And I thank you for sharing that personal piece of your journey where you're feeling afraid because of your family and what has happened 
in your own family and you've moved that from this place of fear to a place of empowerment by getting involved and being an advocate by reducing that stigma by reducing that fear and building empathy in your own community well thank you janice i i appreciate that the the most important thing that i see um when when i'm working with folks with dementia is their need to still be a part of, of their lives, of their own lives. And I think that as we begin to, to show empathy, as we begin to try to build an understanding and possibly look at things through their eyes, we begin to understand that this change, although it's affecting us, who might be caring for, for someone, it's affecting them in so many ways that they're unprepared for and that, that frankly, um, scare them, scare them terribly. And so the more we can understand and empathize with what they are going through, I think that makes it easier for us in our acceptance too. Because as caregivers, I think that our journey is just as difficult and, and sometimes more so than, than the, the folks that we are caring for. And so beginning to understand them helps us understand ourselves. Absolutely. We all just want to be understood, dementia or not. We just want a level of mm -hmm. understanding with people that, that we interact with. You know, you've talked about um, kind of this dementia friends information session and these five key messages, but dementia friends is more than that. It's really about engaging the broader community and helping businesses and other organizations become dementia friendly. Oftentimes we talk, we talk about it really takes a community to care for someone with dementia. Can you explain kind of the broader picture of this initiative for us? Well, you know, I always um, look at it like this. Um, I have a lot of education built around um, dementia but I'm still not an expert. And frankly, even the experts are still learning. And if we can take it to a level where you and I, just everyday people, can have conversations, open and honest conversations, and talk about what we know, what we, what we think we know, and gosh, what we're unsure of, if we can take those conversations, which is exactly what Dementia Friends is all about, it's about empowering you and me and really anyone to, to open up the lines of communication, to provide basic education to, to our friends, to our relatives and, and to our community. Um, and that's why the, the fact that we can offer the Dementia Friends information sessions in, in so many ways. I've done a Dementia Friends information session in someone's living room as well as um, at a card party and, and in more formal settings. That's the beauty of Dementia Friends. It's you and me making a difference and then passing that on so that others can make a difference also. And I love how you've moved beyond that. You've even moved to being part of the City of Surprise Dementia Friendly Surprise initiative. Can you talk to us a little bit of, about your involvement in that and what we're doing with our community? You know, with all transparency, I was assigned 
<laughs> to, to take part. <laughs> um, and, and of course, when, when I read the title, I said, well, I'm in, right? Because anything that, that is about dementia, um, it speaks to my heart. What I was most impressed about was that we have so many amazing resources that gather together and really help each other. We lean on each other and, and we educate each other. And then we go out and we educate and support the community. Some of the wonderful things that, that I take away from, from this initiative is it's hope because I know that there are so many other people who are fighting this battle, who are supporting those who are, and, and also who care enough about their community to want to make a difference and to, to really band together to do that. And so some of the initiatives that, that we work on, you know, they're really, they're all about acceptance and they're all about empowerment. And so whether we're doing something, you know, that, that may be a small um, community event, or again, whether we're working with Dementia Friends, which is, you know, across the whole entire globe now, um, starting out small in your own community, like I have with Surprise, has allowed me personally to grow enormously. And for those of you that aren't from Arizona, you might not know that the the word surprise is actually the name of the town. So dementia friendly surprise is just one of the many communities that are truly influencers and catalysts for change that are engaged in this process of building a more dementia friendly community and supporting people with dementia, um, supporting their caregivers and their families along this journey. And we're building more of these communities, Janice. It's uh, so exciting. It is. And, and also for me, it's refreshing and it, it, and it shows the commitment of our communities to understanding those who live there. And you can hear from, from both of you, Janice and Barbara, your, your true passion um, for this Dementia Friends project. And we have such a spirit of collaboration between our two organizations, you know, Sun Health with your um, Live Well magazine, um, sharing different events and things that we're offering through our organization as well. Can you talk about the importance of this collaboration? Well, our collaboration goes back, oh, many, many years, several decades, in fact. And um, we're, we're proud of that and also cherish that because we, we truly do have a partner in the community. Um, between Sun Health and our, and our friends at the Banner Sun Health Research Institute and the Banner Alzheimer's Institute, we're very fortunate because our partnership allows us to really, um, if you will, obtain the, the highest level of providers talking about the most important research innovations and programming. And our partnership really allows us to support each other. And, and frankly, we, we lean on each other very much for uh, news, information, and, and, and we partner a lot on events. And, um, and also we're so grateful because we have our friends at um, Banner Sun Health Research Institute to promote events specifically around our caregivers and those with dementia and, and how to really improve their quality of life. 
And I appreciate that more than you can know. We all at Banner Sun Health Research Institute and Banner Alzheimer's Institute, we appreciate you at Sun Health and your team. And I have had the honor of attending a virtual sessions virtual sessions that you've done during the pandemic, uh, virtual sessions about the power of positivity and mindfulness. And these sessions, they not only support everyone in the community, but they are really great for people who might be living with dementia and their caregivers as well. We, we really had to shift gears as, as has everyone during the pandemic and find different ways to, to reach out uh, sometimes we weren't able to do that, if you will, with a hand on the shoulder. Um, and so we really moved towards our online platform, uh, Live Well Learning, to, to assist us in reaching as many people as we can. And we know that our caregivers and those who, who have dementia really have been isolated through this pandemic. Now, in some ways, it's helped us identify those who need help. Um, that, that maybe we wouldn't have known before. But the best part of this, um, if you will, this move towards a virtual world um, has allowed us, yes, to reach out and provide some emotional support that, um, that might have not been available prior to, the, prior to the pandemic. And so we felt that it was very important to um, focus on mental health, to focus on self-care, and, and yes, to education around dementia and Alzheimer's. And, um, and I feel very fortunate to, to have been able to lead many of those sessions and, uh, and more to come. So I'm sure our listeners at this point um, have had their curiosity peaked and are wondering how can they get involved? Barbara, how can they get involved? Well, that's my favorite question um, because again, it, it just, it's you and me, it's all of us. And um, so by, by taking part in a Dementia Friends information session, um, you can then empower others to, to also not only turn your understanding into action, but really to create other Dementia Friends and, and ultimately Dementia Champions in your own community. So taking part in that Dementia Friends uh, training, if you will, which is an hour of your time, that, um, that you'll never forget. Um, and I'm sure Janice um, can provide that information through the Banner Sun Health Research Institute website. Um, but, but also you can become involved by just committing to an action, one small action. Um, when you attend a Dementia Friends information session, we ask you to commit to one thing that you can do to really demonstrate your support and your understanding of dementia and Alzheimer's. And those actions cannot be too, too big or too small. Um, perhaps you just know someone in your, in your close family unit or in your neighborhood that you know is struggling. Maybe you commit to actually contacting them more, to engaging them more. Maybe you hold a Dementia Friends information session yourself. Um, or invite Janice or I to do that with you because we absolutely love that opportunity. Um, again, nothing too small um, and nothing too big, but just reaching out to us and allowing us to partner with you. It's so true, Barbara. There are a group 
of growing champions that want to make a difference. And so if you want to have this information shared, please reach out to us. You can find out more and attend one of our virtual sessions. If you're listening from around the globe, you could even come to one of our virtual sessions and you can find the ones um, through Banner Health at banneralz.org front slash calendar. And then Barbara, do you want to share the website where they can find the sun health sessions that you offer? Absolutely. Thank you, Janice. Um, if you will uh, go to sunhealthwellness.org, all of our classes and our, um, our, and our offerings are there. Barbara, this has been such a, a positive and inspirational conversation. I really appreciate your time and your insight into the Dementia Friends Initiative. Before we close, could you give us your final thought? I think if I could leave you with anything, I would tell you that the, the phrase, there is more to the person than their dementia, um, it, it really is the key to, to what we all are here for, to what we do. You know, I can remember um, a time when my mother-in-law could no longer remember my husband. And there were two things that, that really stuck out for me. One was she couldn't remember who he was, that he was her son, couldn't remember his name, but the moment he entered the room, her face would light up. Oh. And, I, and I hung on to that um, through the eight and a half year journey. And the other thing that stayed with me was even though she couldn't even feed herself at one point, I would ask her about a horse that she had when she was 10 years old. And she could tell me that that horse's name was Betty and that she had to wear a red riding helmet. And so I knew that underneath everything that we were seeing, that everything that we were, we were experiencing alongside her, she was still there. And I hung on to that through the entire journey. And even today, when I think of that, I smile and, and I think, wow, is still there underneath all of the uh, all of the medications underneath the inability to do so many things that she used to do underneath her not remembering really who who her family was and, and frankly who she was she was still there and I hung on to that throughout the journey I know that my husband and his siblings did as well and, and I hold on to that today because that gives me hope that no matter where we are in the journey, we can, we can do this together because that person that we love is still there. Barbara, thank you so much. That just warms my heart and makes me smile. Thank you, Janice. Thank you for letting me share. Today, our conversation was with Barbara Mason, Vice President of Home and Community-Based Services with Sun Health. We so appreciate you taking the time to help us untangle the Dementia Friends Initiative and the incredible impact that it can have within local communities. Yes, thank you so much, Barbara. We appreciate you and the huge impact that you're making in the Dementia Friendly Initiatives. Thank you both so much. What a privilege it's been to be with you today. And thank you, Heather, for another great conversation. And of course, thank you to our wonderful listeners. 
We appreciate you. We thank you for joining us. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to Dementia Untangled and share this podcast. I'm looking forward to our next conversation on Dementia Untangled. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Dementia Untangled. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Dementia Untangled is hosted by Heather Mulder and Janice Greeno, produced and edited by Amber Ayers, and is brought to you by Banner Alzheimer's Institute and Banner Sun Health Research Institute. We are supported by generous donations to the Banner Alzheimer's Foundation. Please visit our website at banneralz.org and follow us on Facebook to learn about upcoming events. If you have questions or comments, please email us at dementiauntangled at bannerhealth.com. Mm-hmm.